White boys do super gay shit to each other all the time. Like what? Like put carrots in each other's butts when they fall asleep, fart in each other's faces, slap your nuts on a nigga face while he fall asleep. Like that's real gay shit. But like, are we just playing? But Wayne and Baby weren't playing when they kissed. Like well, this seems like, yeah, like no, this seems like, like a thing that it like it happened. Okay. But they but they not saying it was just gay shit. It's he was just like, shit. yo man. Nobody was ready for women on radio. As I understand how this thing works, the object is to make all of these meters go as far to the right as possible. Told you he is. It's showtime. I got a great night planned, and as soon as I get the show out of the way, we'll be all set. Yeah. See the hottest new thing on the radio. Independent queen and she making dope. Hottest interviews with your favorite. If you know what's banging in the streets, then she played it. Cause we in the mix, in the mix. Cause we in the mix with Shroom. Cause we in the mix, in the mix. It's our time now. Make room. Yo, yo, yo. Mic check. One pool. One four five in the mix with Shroom episode number twenty seven. This is officially twenty seven. Y'all got twenty eight before twenty seven. We magical on these sides. Yeah, we magical. So sometimes we can make things happen in the future and then bring it back. Like heal up, wheel up, bring it back. Come rewind. You're listening to In the Mix with Shroom, chatting with new artists, creatives from around the world, exploring new sounds, current events, original samples, and more now on iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spreaker. Oh yes, and on this episode we have a very, very, very special guest. The one and only, the reggae legend, Movado. Our very first reggae artist, our very first dancehall artist, our very first artist with a major accent. Right. So shouts to that. Um, Delete it. Um, he kind of emerged on the scene in the mid-2000s on the Anger Management Rhythm. I think that was like 2004 or 5-ish. With his debut track, uh, The Real McCoy. Yes, um, and after that, he became a major, major staple in the game. And, you know, we're just going to chat a little bit with him. But before we get into that, you know, we have a lot to talk about. This is our first time, like, sitting in the studio together after a while. Over like a month. Yeah, like... I miss it. I done went to another country, ran off, got married, came back. And you did your Dave Chappelle. She went off to Africa. Now I'm a new person. <laughs> you dipped off on us. Where's Shum? Yeah. No, I didn't get married. I'm just kidding. But it was my birthday, so I decided to go away to Guyana. So happy birthday for me and the rest of the internets. Oh, thank you, Reginald Thomas. Appreciate it. How'd you, how'd you spend your birthday out there? It was good. Um, lots of freedom, um, lots of drinking, and I just really didn't want to come back. Shout out to all my Guyanese listeners. What's your drunkest night? Tell me about your drunkest my night. My first night. What happened? A lot happened. Like I went out and I just drank. Did I you had make a, out with any of the I locals? had a lot of fun. Yeah, I did actually. Just one local. He's not <laughs> even a local. Let's just say we got a little ahead of ourselves and we had to wheel select up, okay? <laughs> wheel select. Yeah, to bring it back. <laughs> um anyway, um I, you know what? It's been a while since we talked. That Kendrick Lamar album came out recently. I don't know if you heard it, but I heard it. And oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, you fuck. Oh, Reg likes conscious rap music? Like, what? That's I a know, first. I know. It's different. But, like, <laughs> his conscious rap really had me going. Like, What I'm, is it about the album? Because I know that you aren't necessarily the type that cares for music with a message. So It's not speak. that I don't care for music with a message. I'm just like, don't preach to me. Okay. So and, it's his delivery that you appreciate. Yeah, yeah, I like the songs. I like I like the I like the angle. I always like the angles he takes on any 
of the social topics that he touches base on. Mm-hmm. And, like, the album, like, the album is just real inspiring. Like, if, as a black person, if you're not upset with your place in America after you hear that album, then, you I know, something's up. I got a bone to pick. Right. <laughs> and then, like, like, you know, just imagine you sitting in an office full of white people and they just like you know Reg you're doing great and it's like get the fuck off me you know? every Can't nigga to. is a star right. yo I was in the coffee shop in Brooklyn there's this coffee shop named Brooklyn but it's spelled like the Swedish way or German way some shit Brooklyn anyway. I know that one so I'm fucking sitting in a thing and they decide they always play like the best whoever's playlist they got going in that place they need two thumbs up anyway Kendrick's shit came on and it's nothing but white people in <laughs> in the cafe. But they had this, like, how the album starts. Every nigga is, is a star. star. So I'm like, I take my headphones off just so I can, like, observe. Yeah, you know? just take it all in. Because in my head, like, I'm cracking up because this shit is just funny. The contrast. Right. And I like the album when I wait. When it, how did everyone act when the song came out? I mean, I think I was just over the only one um, over analyzing everything. But I they mean, probably you know why? Because you probably made it too obvious that you was paying attention. You took your headphones out like I want to see which yeah, one of you I'm crackers like, start singing. <laughs> no, the album is great. Um, that's Shum's problem. Shum, as soon as Shum walks in the room, she's looking for the racism in the room, and that's fine. And because I do the same thing, but Shum <laughs> lets you know she's looking for it. Like, hey. <laughs> I'm watching you. I'm watching you. Yeah, when it came out, though, I was in Guyana, and all I saw on Twitter, on Facebook, everybody was talking about Kendrick, Kendrick, Kendrick. I was like, mm, I'm not going to listen to it until I get back, because, right. you know, just, <laughs> just wait. You in another country where black people are actually kind of happy, so I was like, you know what? They I'm don't not- give a fuck about, yeah. like, the whole, when I was there before, when they had the Eric Garner thing, and who was the other? The, Mike Brown. Uh, yeah, like, they had no idea, like... You know why? Because they're a country with their own problems. Yeah, absolutely. So, shout out to Kendrick. Shout out to the foreigners. Anyone else we have to give shout outs to? Shout out to all the Jamaicans and the West Indians. Shout out to all the Haitians. Oh, right. Because we, they probably all listening to the episode. We got the, yep, the Trinidadians. Shout out to the Bayesians. We got everybody. Shout and out Japan. Brooklyn. Shout out Japan. Shout out Yuki. Because they have a really crazy um, dance hall reggae vibe, yeah. vibe over there. It's always interesting when you meet like an Asian Rasta. Like Yuki? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't meet Yuki with his dreads, but... I showed you the picture. It's different. Yeah, it's yeah. different. Um, Who else? Oh, this girl. I don't know if she's Jamaican, but her name is Rudyal Deja. She sent us some some music the other day. Um, So big shouts to her. Shout out Nikita Sky. Happy belated. She just celebrated her birthday. Yes, and she's also a Jamaican. Also, our lovely, lovely... Um, what, like, what do we call him? Our number one supporter, our, on our biggest fan, yes. our number one supporter. What he he schooled me on the internet the other day. It's not Wild Palazzo, it's Will D Palazzo. So shout out Will D Palazzo, man. I've been fucking it up for like a whole year now. Much love to you, bro. <laughs> Will D Palazzo, my man. Shout out to some of our regular listeners, Spider D. What's up out there on the B side? Never hit me back. Yeah, you never hit us back about the B side, Spider D. So well, we, we got some dope. Going on. We have some dope upcoming B sides. We about do. Them. We got Wale dropping and Tanache dropping their B sides very soon. So if you're interested in having a B side done, we stepping up in the game, man. Wale and Tanache, that's that's we moving up. Oh yeah, big things are going. Big things are going. If you need to get in contact with us, let them know, Sean. Um, in the mix, Shum on Instagram, on Twitter, 347-979-0317. You can text, leave a voicemail. We probably never answer that phone, but leave us a voicemail and we'll definitely play it on air. Email us at inthemixshum at gmail for questions and comments and in- interview inquiries. And for B-sides, of course. Mm-hmm. So now, quick, 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 sad, 
I'm worried and my heart skips beats when I think about it. What? The show <laughs> might be taking a hiatus, guys. We might be taking a little break. Oh, yeah, well, I mean... Nothing's... We're not sure, but, you know, it could happen. Yes. Shum, it, Shum got used to a month off of work and she was like, you know what, my nigga? No. I's a limer. I like limer. I's a limer. I like <laughs> lime. No. Um, what it really... I just feel like a lot of pressure. You know, like I'm not... Reg, you know I'm not happy necessarily at work and I feel like that's a large portion of time and energy that... I really want to use to dedicate to the show and dedicate towards other things, but I can't. So that frustration is creating a problem for me. I need to either let go of the job or I need to let go of the podcast for right now because I need to take care of myself. So I'm doing what's best for me. Before you burn out, I feel you. Thank you. So we're going to drop this episode and see what happens. No, 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 wait. No, I'm just saying. We're going to drop the episode and see uh-huh. what happens oh, in right, terms right, right. of like, you know, how I feel moving forward. But as of right now, I'm strongly considering putting the show on hiatus so... We can focus on other things to build instead of just like right. just. Sometimes you gotta take a step back to take two steps forward. Exactly. So. Anyway, how do you feel about Hillary um, Clinton announcing that she's running for the presidency? I mean, I figured it was coming. You know, they stick the black man out there. Now it's the woman's turn. So either next it'll be a gay president or like a Hispanic, one of them. It's cool. Uh, okay. Dave Chappelle said, "He said I'm not a political analyst, but." Uh, <laughs> I have a feeling that white people are going to make a comeback in the next political election. Yeah. The next presidential election. Yeah, you think? Mm-hmm. They wasn't going to let us run with it for too long. Are you going to vote? I always vote. You voted last time? Yeah. The year before that? Yep. Year before that? Not year before that. Year before that? Election yeah. before that, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you vote? No. I know you don't. But you complain. I don't really complain. I just I know that I, there's there are problems for sure, but I mean like... My vote, you don't take my, part, my vote is not going to fix it. If, if you I don't do take vote, part, if I do ever decide to vote, it will be on a local level because I know that my votes have a better chance of actually counting or going towards something. But in presidential elections, it's not even the yes, civilian vote that still, helps. It's the electoral college right, vote that the electoral college that's but in. it's still but like the civilian votes <laughs> still kind of depend on that too. My okay, but my 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 theory is that this whole government thing, it's like it's a game. Like it's just for like it's it's not real. Right. So I just don't want to participate in it. Like, y'all can go. Y'all continue to lie to me and the rest of the people. And, like, I just don't want to support it. So that's why I'm not voting. But, but um, you're in it, though. Yeah. I mean, I didn't ask to be born here. And I didn't ask to be live in this country. If is, that it was, what, is that what all these trips to Guyana are all about? Listen, I'm just exploring and, and I'm exploring my options. That's what I'm doing. All right. So, um, if it's not Guyana, it'll definitely be another country. Definitely. All right. Well, how do you, what did you think about Barack Obama's uh, Jamaican uh, <laughs> accent? It's definitely better than Drake's. I think <laughs> it is better than Drake's. <laughs> Obama is a, like a character. Like, he's the coolest fucking thing that has ever happened to America. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Greetings, Massive. Hey. Wagwan, Jamaica. With that being said, let's Bunyan. find out what is going on right. in Jamaica, kind of. So, well, tell them a little bit about Movado. <sighs> about our guest of the episode, the man of the hour, our honorable guest for dinner. His name is Movado. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his real name? David. 
David Constantine or something? Con- Con- we'll find out. Connolly or something. We'll find out. We'll find out. He um, debuted The Real McCoy on the Anger Management Rhythm in 2004, which was an instant success. And his follow-up record, What Am I Do? That was on the Red Bull and Guinness Rhythm, another big one at the time. That that was the one that took him to the Billboard charting level. And from there, he released, he released two, two studio albums. Um, and he's just been doing his thing on the reggae dance hall scene for, for over, the, uh, over the years. This is going to be his 10th year in the game. Yeah. Time flies, man. Wow. Yeah. Um, he's collaborated with urban a lot of urban artists, including Busta Rhymes, Wyclef, Luda, Birdman, Fabulous, Ace Hood. Akon, Snoop Dogg. And he's the only dancehall artist to ever have worked with Jay-Z. What? Bah, 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 bah. He's currently signed to We The Best. That's DJ Khaled's label. We The Best. And he just released a song with his with his label mate. Is Ace Hood on? The yes. Way? So his label mate, Ace Hood and Future, they're all on a track together. We're going to listen to a snippet of the song amongst some of his other works. And we're just going to ask the gully god a few questions. Wagwan Mavado. Hey, yo, check this out. This is gully god. And I'm in the mix with Shoo. Anyway, before the rival Welcome. Welcome, man. How you doing, man? Welcome to the studio. Welcome to the spaceship. Whoa, Happy whoa. to have you on In The Mix with Shum. Check it yes. out. Chinese man was acting funny with you at <laughs> Philippe Chow, man. Now, now I want to apologize because I had a little issue at Philippe Chow, too, one yeah. time. But that's because I didn't have the food. So I feel like they were treating you like that because of me. So I'm going to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so what really happened, though, at the restaurant? Like We just um, went in there and, you know. They've been disrespectful, you know what I mean? And, you know, um, we feel very of, of offended of it. This re- this manager, I don't know if he's a manager, he's a damager, <laughs> whosoever he is. That's funny. But after the, the whole, um, the whole vibe wasn't, just wasn't right, you know? And then after I was there, you know, he, he, he turned to us and, and said to us that you, you would like for us not to come back. What? So I was like, you know? But then they denied that, well, yeah, they, that, they, that they Yeah, said that, you know what yeah. I mean? And then they yeah, they tried to deny it because he didn't know that I was Movado. Right. You know what I mean? So the and thing that makes <laughs> Once me Once he found out he was like, Oh wait, that's a somebody? Yeah, the thing <laughs> that the thing that even makes me even more um vexed about the situation is you're gonna say that you didn't know that I was a star. Right. But no, that I mean, shouldn't make a I difference. But well, I didn't went there as a star. Right. I went there as a person looking for some yeah, pecking duck. I went there as a as a as a as a a patron. A patron. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or a client. A or, customer. Or, yeah. or a customer right. of what you're doing. You know what I mean? So it's just disrespectful. And next cool. time you in town, me and Shum taking you to the best Chinese spot on court, tell you in Flatbush. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> so you said that they didn't know who you were. So if you were in that situation again and you had to kind of explain to someone if they don't See, this have is a revelation of you. Well, um, I'm David Constantine Brooks from Kingston, Jamaica. Strong as You know what I mean? Yeah, and I've I've been out, I've been around here since um, 2005 and this is my 10th year, you know? Mm-hmm. I've sung over three, three to four Billboard songs already. Yeah. You know what I mean? Independently. 
You know what I mean? And I'm gully gut. <laughs> He's been you know saying I mean? that for like two days straight. <laughs> like ever since I got the interview, I was like gully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how my, did you? My girl was like, yeah, Are you I'm ready on. for dinner? I was like gully side. <laughs> gully side, man. <laughs> so how did you end up choosing the name Movado for yourself? Because when I think of Movado, I automatically think of the timepiece. I yeah, think for of real. timelessness. I am the timepiece. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm the dime piece too. <laughs> <laughs> the dime and the dime. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> Big time. You know what I mean? But um, oh, I came up with the name Movado. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I had this name for years you now, like over 12, 13, 14, 15 years. You know what I like mean? I probably music. more. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? And um, I used to go by the name Singing Blacks because I used to sing for my community, you know what I mean? Mm. And then, you know, my friends think as if they should change my name. Mm. You know, so I, I really get my name from, from my friends, you know? Okay. Nice. And it stuck with you. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, music been good because he definitely don't got a Movado watch. <laughs> i tell you right now. I got, <laughs> I got my Movado watch at home, but I just feel like today, so cool, the place is cold. Today. Yeah, I yeah, just feel like the place too cold today, so I <laughs> just wrap my eyes to Rolex, you know? Nice. Straight nice. ice. Straight up. Bounty Killer is cited as one of your biggest um, influences uh, musically, yeah. How did you end up linking with Bounty Killer? Yeah, I know well, I since mean, she was like a teenager, right? Uh-huh. You know them since she was like a teenager. Yeah, for real. Um, you know, I'm from uptown, the ghetto part of uptown. Okay. You know what I mean? From Kingston, but uptown Kingston. So when when whenever time I entertain a burst out from Kingston, Portmore, country, wherever. Once they're from Jamaica. You want to live uptown because that's the best place. Okay. You know what I mean? We're from uptown, but it's just that we're from the ghetto. I'm from Cassava Peace. I'm from Grand Spen and places like that. Whitehall, okay. Redhills Road. You know what I mean? But we live closer to um, Narbrook, Cherry Garden. You know what I mean? And, and, and Haysham and all those places, which is the most expensive places in Jamaica and the most richest places in Jamaica. You know, when you talk about those places, they talk about where politicians live and, mm-hmm. and you know, supermarket owners. and um, So it's like you live in the hood, but like you can see, like, the governor's crib. Yeah, I'm next door to that. You know what I mean? So, mm. so I know Bounty Killer from them days, from I was, like, 14, 15. Okay. Was, you know were you, I mean? like... I mean, I don't. You don't strike me as a person who gets starstruck, but like, if you're 15, you still kind of young. Were you kind of excited? Yeah, when I was. You first I was him? young, but but when I just meet Bounty Killer, you know, what I mean, that that was the person I talk about every day. Right. Just like when I have um, when I met one of my one of my young fans, you know, what I mean, and you know they you know them go crazy. Yo, you know, Golly God, you know, you me talk about every day and thing. Yeah. You know, what I mean, but when I meet Bounty Killer, um, I met him at Constant Spring. And and the plaza where he used to he used to um be there like every other week. Okay. Or every week, you know, but I live close to there. So it was just like a walking distance mm-hmm. for me and my friends. You know what I mean? So but then um me and my friends like probably ten, fifteen of us, you know, we always walk together mm-hmm. as kids, you know, we went you know, we walk on the plaza and we hear so yo bunty kill up at the plaza, we say, Alright, well I walk mm-hmm. up to go check him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And from that, you know, me and him becomes friends, you know, and that's what's that's up. so dope. You know, and that you know that was like twenty years ago. You know. Well, what do you think he saw in you, like musically, when he was like, where he was like, yeah, let me take him. Well, he didn't even know me as a musician at the time. Okay. Also, oh, so just on some. Like, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't went to him as a musician at the time. Friendship I just went vibes. to him as a. Yeah. You know, as a as a as a as a as a friend. You know what I mean? Nice. You know what I mean? Cause he was he was my mentor. You know what I mean? And everything. So. What's your favorite bounty tune or? 
like an I old one, an old one, like one that when you was young, you was like, man. Don't in the ghetto where the poor never thing, and the politician and the guns them a bring, and the crack and the coke them a support the killing. Me check it out, the whole of them are the same thing. My pocket is weak, my heart is willing. You know what I mean? Cause as me say, you don't know where from the street. You know, we used to listen to Tupac and. You know, Tupac give us that great knowledge, you know? There's some bars back here. So, How did you like break you breaking out as an artist because you kind of emerged around 2004 2005 Real where McCoy. I feel like a time where dancehall reggae was going through like a renaissance like yeah. all of the rhythms were like good all the songs were like good the art is yeah. good um how did you manage to emerge around that Well time? um I think my style was just different you know what I mean and it was just the perfect time the the, the perfect time for me you know what I mean cuz you know when I come in the game, you know, I come to the game as with a different style. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I even wrote songs like Gunna Stick and songs like that for Killer. You know what I mean? Back in the days, we used to, um, me and Flex and Kibaki, we used to write songs like Nana Ed and mm. Matsy Kid No Good and, you know, songs like oh, those. Or- you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I even wrote songs for Wayne Marshall and, you know, nice. things like that. And that, that was like... So you, start, so you had to start up at, like as a writer for like other artists at first. Well, not really. I started up as my own, right. you know, writer. You know, making my own songs. You know, mm-hmm. pairing me and my friend Flex. Them, you know, we, uh, me and Flex and Terraki and Rocky. You know, we used to have this group by the name of Mafidai. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, that was like twenty years ago. Wow. You know, okay. what I mean, yeah, we were like kids. You know, what I mean, but when when I came out. You know, my style and everything. Because if you could even, uh, if you can even listen now in the dancehall music. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, from ever since my father came out, you know. You know, the game changes. Yeah, right? yeah I wanted to talk about that. Um, like, as someone who's actually in it, how can you say the music has changed, like, over the past, like, five, ten years? Well, I mean, for the last ten years, I know I changed the business. Right, you know, I, I know I changed the music. I, I don't see anyone that come and do something that I have done. What have you done? You know what I mean? I've done so much great things for the music. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, back then, growing up as a, as a youth, you have to have a big voice. Yo, mm-hmm. yo, people dead, yo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you have to be that speed. Up. You know, when I came up, simple, easy. Where they might do... Mm-hmm. Where them are chair, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Songs like that and top shot and on me, you know? Yeah. Tell them that the different style. The melody. You yeah. know what I mean? The melody. And then, you know, if you could think for the last 10, 10 years, going 11 years now, from Movada came out, you know, everyone came out, came after with that, with that same melody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As far as staying relevant as a dancehall artist, not only in America but internationally and mainstream, yeah. Yeah. what is what are some of the struggles that it, that goes along with trying to keep up with just being hot? Like, because like for like dancehall artists, like like people think that you guys are just like down in the Caribbean or in like up up like in Canada or New New York <laughs> doing shows. Like you guys like touch Asia. You guys touch all yeah. of, all the world. Well, I've I've traveled the world already. You know what I mean? When I'm in in places like even. Japan, maybe. Yeah, I've, yeah, Japan, Big. Europe. You know what I mean? When I when I've been to places like 
African places like that, you know, stay, you know, I get like a stadium full of people. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm in the islands, I get like sixty, seventy thousand people come to my shows. What are the what's the vibe like when you do a concert in Africa? Like, I know it's just like a shit. Seriously, man. Like, you know, what I mean, man, for depth on the stage, like over two hours. Wow. Know what I mean, the venue two pack. Which Reason. which country has the best energy? I've been to Zimbabwe and Ghana. Mm. You know what I mean? Both of them. You know, it's just love when whenever time Goligad land, you know, in Africa, you know, um thousands of people at the airport. It's you know what I mean? Time. All of the bike, you know, the Africans them can ride bike like yeah. wicked. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know what I mean? So you know it's just that great excitement and motorcade. That's and everything, gotta be you know? that's gotta be so like inside, man. Yeah. Feeling like the president. Yeah, yeah. for real. <laughs> <laughs> You're also the first um, Jamaican dancehall artist to work with Jay Z. I think that's a major accomplishment. Yeah, definitely. That's like meeting the queen almost of hip hop. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's meeting the king. Yeah, not the queen. <laughs> you said the, the king. queen. I'm like, I'm looking at you like, what? Yeah. Okay. okay. We were talking about yeah, international the travels, that's and she lost right her mind. There. The king. You gonna have him shut down our show, man? <laughs> black pulley, black scully, man. Don't Bravo, like Movado, <laughs> that gully. How did you end up, um, you know, inking that? Well, I mean, when I sing that rock song on the rock, mm-hmm. you know, that was like, at the moment, that was like one of the biggest songs that was an anthem. in the in the world of music. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then Jay-Z, you know, loved that song. And, you know, he went on the song. And then I heard it after he went on the song. Then he, you know, he reached out to now me. Now my face grace to cover the fall. Blood clock. You ain't got to love, rise. You got to respect the way y'all bake that cake. Nigga, lift up shots. I am the rise. Shit, I started with rise. Shit, I started with rise. Target the rise. When you target and hold. If you target and hold. Then y'all to know. Target ain't slow. Shield that guides me. Be my guide. This no, they will never stop me. Shield that guides me. Be my guide. That's great. That's salvation for me. Does someone you know like Jay I mean? have that, to ask for permission, or does, does he just get on the beat? No, you know Jay Z. You don't know Jay Z. The boss. So yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> really say that the boss. The Can king. Can you imagine? You just wake up and you hear like your hoes on your record, like huh? Yeah. So <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't even. Felt as if the, the you know what I mean Jay Z would have to um go through um any process for um for getting that record done right. mm-hmm. any process you know what I mean because mm-hmm. that's Jay Z you know what I mean so when I wake up and I hear Jay Z on that record I don't even care how I'm getting it <laughs> <laughs> I just know that you know what I mean on he's it. on it and it works yeah. yes you know what I mean it's huge you know big up Jay Z you know what I mean let me ask you something um, good. So I like like being on the East Coast with all these West Indians over here. Like, there's always going to be a great uh, reggae scene in New York. Yeah. But like, I started to realize on the West Coast, there's also a reggae influence on like West Coast rap. There's reggae. There's reggae influence all over the world. Everywhere, yeah. Um, not so not not to being disrespectful or anything, but reggae music is one of the biggest music Period. worldwide. Period. Yeah. Worldwide. I mean, when I'm in America. I've done solo shows, you know what I mean? But when I leave America and I go out there in the world, it's even more it's solo. Bigger. I'm telling you about 60,000, 70,000 people for, so this is for not one of my shows. Set, right? You know what I mean? When, when I'm in the highlands, you don't want to come to one of my islands. The last island show I did was um, in Barbados, like um, 2013. The whole island was at your show. <laughs> it was like over 60,000 people. Damn. You know what I mean? That's the stadium. The yeah. That is. You know that. what I mean? When I'm, when I'm in Europe, it's all sold out venues, same way. You know what I mean? 
So now you got this new um track with Ace Hood. And Future. And Going and, Back Broke. Oh, nice. That's a big anthem right now. Okay, tell us about that track. Well, I mean, it's already out now. You know what I mean? It's doing great. It's very big in the Caribbean, especially Jamaica. Okay. Because you know the whole of Jamaica, everybody has say, yo, we're not going to go back broke, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't know that, you know. Nah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you don't know Future, you know, he, he loves Movado music. Mm. You know what I mean? Future been listening to Movado for years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, when he came out, because I got this record for over three years, you know, when Future just came out. So you've and been sitting on it for a while. Yeah, I was in Atlanta doing a show and, you know. He, um, his people hit my, my people and said that, you know, Future want me to, you know, get in the studio with him. Mm-hmm. So, it's like when I went there, you know, he had the song for me waiting. He, like, he did the song, he gave it to me. You know what I mean? And I had the song put down for, you know, a couple of, like, you know, for a time. And then, you know, I just felt as if, you know, it's just the right time for it. Because, you know, with the crisis and everything that's going on. Right now, even where I'm from, you don't know I'm, you know, Gully God from the highlands and everything, so you don't know it's a struggle, same way, and you know, mm-hmm. like a suffocation and things. So. the music um, you, music lovers and I find like the older generation they complain about this new style of dance hall just like how they complain about hip hop you know the lyrics the sound like I mean people complain about everything yeah yeah, I mean, people get rich, them complain, them get too rich. <laughs> what phase? You <laughs> know what they want from life, or what they want. Yeah. We, don't, we don't understand. What you phase what I mean? is the music in right now? Well, I mean, I'll, I'll have to say the music is in a good phase because, you know, we're all eating mm-hmm. as entertainers, and that's the best thing. You know what I mean? Then if, if, we're, if, if we wasn't eating, then we'll have to say that things mash up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you can think about it. All these new artists, you know what I mean? They all come up and they all eating. You know what I mean? Gully God eating the same way. You know what I mean? So the music is at a good, a great point right now. Do you think that the whole cartel situation, him being incarcerated, does that change the playing field at all for anyone? Well, I mean, I said it changed the playing field for, for vibes. Mm-hmm. But not, not for other artists Guys, it's not like Vibes write songs for other artists Right mm. You know what I mean? He ra- yeah, he writes songs for himself You know what I mean? But you know, for us to to, loo- to lose a, one of the columns yeah. Of the dance hall You know what I mean? It's it's a great loss for us Yeah. You know what I mean? But you don't know from you have life You have everything And it's not like Vibes dead You know what I mean? Him just come oh, off of the road for your time so we never know tomorrow just shine back the light and you know yeah, just man. put him so back on the road contact. again that's that's how it is that's what hurts the most man when you're an artist you, know and you mean? get to travel man they put you up in a cage and it's like nah you can't go have all this yeah, money yeah the, can't bother with it you know golly god you know been in the cage over 20 times or more 
Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, so I'm kind of tired of the cage. So right, you like don't know now. Put the put the money on the page, you know. <laughs> so rich. What has your relationship with uh, Cartel been like through the years? Well, you know, over the years we've been rivals. Yeah. You know what I mean? And after the whole thing, and you know, after he, you know, he went in and everything. Don't know. We couldn't have the rival thing. I go and see him with. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause we can't rival with a man with. No outer road for defend himself. Right. So, you know, with him inside there, you know, you know I'm, you know, I'm reach out to him at times, you know, whenever time I can, I get the chance to, you know. Oh, that's mad, Bless that's him real biggie, and give man. Him, you know what I mean, give him the strength. I even have him on the remix for this ain't going back broke record. Oh, that's Damn, good. that's what's up. You know what I mean, so, well, you don't good. know. Damn, 20 times, 20 times, though? <laughs> he had to go back to I've that. been to jail more than 20 times, though. For what? You, like, on a first-name basis with the whole... Don't know, we can't talk about all of them something, they know, still, but... You don't know, just back then... There's a lot of things. You know, in my country, is different from here. You know what I mean? We're life. from a third world country. You know what I mean? The police can just come and lock you up for anything. Let you go tomorrow or let you go whenever they feel like. You mm-hmm. mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's not like in the US. You know, you have to have proof. You have to make sure it's this and that. You know if they I mean? want you Jamaica, locked, they're going to lock you up. Definitely. Right. Now, look, I'm a, I, I, I ask every artist who comes on this show the same question. So I want you to take your time. Cause well, you, I, like right. <laughs> I need you to tell mm. me about a groupie story. I need to hear a wild story about you on the road and just like a, a good groupie story. Yeah, because we know, you know the so, ladies love You know, some of that Europe already and wake up with a, with a woman in a hotel room. I strip off her clothes naked. Right. You did it? She awake, she awake up right. in my room. Okay. Right. Sleeping. Heard noise in my, in my room. Okay. I'm in one of them big suites. Mm-hmm. Right. So me I say, oh, what go on? I'm going to go and jump up. Fly in my door now for go out in the hall. <coughs> I see a woman, she take off her clothes and I drop everything and I come towards my door. I'm going to lock back my door and go up on my phone and call the security car. <laughs> I don't know you were up that. You know what I mean? I don't want people set me up. You know what yeah. I mean? I already been to jail so much times. So she just <laughs> so she in the hallway just stripping? Not in the hallway, in my hotel room. Oh, you yeah. know how she reach in my seat. <laughs> Shit. You know what I mean? And then security come get her out. You know what I mean? The whole time with up on the road. You know, she had tried to find all of my shows them. Oh, she was so like she a was stalker. She was a real groovy. Yeah, you know. But you don't know, it's just all about the fans. Them sometimes people being fans still, you know. Yeah. Them just develop that extra love for you that them just feel felt as if them can't do without. Yeah, she won't lamp on me and she know half let me go. She grip me with the muscle and no half let me go. Girl, let me go. But she know half let me go. Me off the I make you grip me so. She make me say, girl, yes, you hold me tight. Yes, you grip me right. She make me say, girl, you make me want to fight. No hold nobody after tonight. She make me say, girl, yes, you hold me tight. Yes, you hold me right. She make me say, girl, uh, 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 uh. you hold me this way. Uh, 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 uh. Are you an approachable person like in the streets? If you're I friends? am, definitely. That's why my name is Gully God. That's why I, um, I have so much respect over the years. Mm. You know what I mean? Just know that 
you don't disrespect Gully God and the team, then we don't disrespect you. Right. You know, it's always love for it's people. You don't know, you know, you know what I mean? People listen to my music. You don't know I'm, you don't know me, me from the ghetto, you know, me from nothing to something, me from the struggle. So, you know what I mean? I understand whenever time someone is a fan, because I've been a fan of other artists before. You know who I always wanted to ask you guys, uh, do, what's like house DJs and stuff like that? Because they make international music just like dancehall artists. Yeah, I never done a house song before. I mean, Diplo sent a couple of rhythms to me, but I never really been on one before. And I mean, I just think as if, you know, it wasn't the time, you know? Because mm. um, I'm the kind of artist like this where, you know, I take time to do everything. And you know? I never, ever speed up my process. Right. You know what I mean? But just take time. Let it you know unfold what I mean? Yeah, naturally. let it unfold Do you naturally. listen to any EDM or like house music? I say I mostly listen to my music. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what I mean, because um, you know, I like to listen to myself to know that, you know, I got to do better. Mm. That's why over ten years, Gulligat been been making hits, mm-hmm. over hits, over hits. Because and I listen to myself. Studying are you yourself. are you your best critic? Are you the person that like, you listen to your own music? You be like, definitely. I could have been better on that. Definitely. Yeah. I I'm, mean, whenever time I'm in my studio and a voice, I mean, a song, I don't put it out same time. I got songs for like three years. I got songs for seven years. Yeah, like you said with this. I got track, songs right now. Seven years. It. I got it. And you say, and you just listen to you like it's not ready yet. It's not ready yet. Uh-huh. No, All I mean. right. So Movado got to release the uh, unreleased tracks mixtape. On yeah. our show. <laughs> On our show. <laughs> right, right, right. In the mix with Shoe. But you do have a mixtape dropping, right? Yeah. Um, I was supposed to drop this mixtape for the longest while, now, but each time I'm supposed to do it, then we, you know we'll come up with some more songs. <laughs> you know what I mean? And sometimes my voice, the songs them for the producers, them them get crazy, them get hyperactive, them just go ahead, mix, yeah, drop it. You know what I mean? And then we'll go back to the studio and we'll find like five, six, seven more big songs. Mm. Mm. So you, you know got to get the playlist, the track list together. Before yeah, you but put it definitely out. I'm putting out this mixtape very, 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 very soon. Okay, anything else you want to say to your fans? Well, the most things I want to say to my fans is, you know, keep on supporting my music. You know what I mean? And I'll definitely sub- keep on sending you the best music. You know what I mean? From my heart. You know what I mean? Right. Definitely. All right. So, like, the last section of our interview, we took we take something from inside the actor's studio with James Lipton. Yeah. And we're just going to ask you a series of questions. And you just spit us an answer real quick. So, for the first question, what is the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? Wash my face and brush my teeth. What's your favorite... <laughs> You sure you don't really smoke a, a big yeah, one? Exactly. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, saying, wake like, and bake. What I agree, man. Do you wake and bake first, or do you brush it? I, I smoke before I brush my teeth. If I wake <laughs> up, yeah. If I wake up, I'm like, if the spliff is right there next to the bed, I'm gonna light it up. Inside, I'm gonna smoke. I'm gonna brush my teeth. But okay. You don't know. All right. So, what's your favorite word? What's my favorite word? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's my favorite word? Gully. Yeah, no, just a gully art from nothing to something. Yeah, all right. You know what I mean? Because that's. That's what I um I bring across to the table. Um, from sufferation to from rocks to riches, you know? So my favorite word will, will have to be from nothing to something. Gully, you know? What's your least favorite word? My least favorite word? I don't even know. <laughs> I could even say. You gotta think about it, Movado. Yeah, but my least favorite word. A word that you hate to hear, you don't like to say, you just don't like it. Like, it's negative. It's probably sufferation. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't like hear about sufferation and the struggle. You know what I mean? Because my beer, like, over 20 years of that already. What turns you on creatively? What turns me on creatively? Music. What turns you off? What turns In me general, on? In general, yeah. 
when people not acting right, you know what I mean? Just make me get dark. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like get dark. <laughs> What's your favorite curse word? Bomb blood clot. <laughs> um, oh, the blood, yo. Send the money in your bag. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like shatters. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had to squeeze this question in there. What is your favorite rhythm, like, ever in history? Favorite rhythm? Um, you got some hits on I got so up. much favorite rhythms, but... I'll say I love the Showtime rhythm. Okay. Because that's when that's the that's the rhythm that I came out with one of my biggest hits song then. One of my biggest billboard hit. I'm so special. I'm, I'm so, so special. Yeah. That was a remake of the rhythm, the original. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I um they they my producer remade the rhythm okay. and I made the rhythm bigger than it was already. Yeah, but that the original one was like a big staple in like regular sure. time when For it sure, came out. Sure, because that's when Killer Command said. Never let your problems get You know what mm-hmm. I'm being I don't know that They don't like me You know what I mean Joyride all of them Around that time That, that was before. Dave Kelly You know What sound or noise Do you love Music What sound or noise Do you hate That's not like Your garbage <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean Besides besi- uh, What's your favorite place In the world besides home Favorite place in the world I'll say Africa mm-hmm. Love Africa You know uh, when eating a chicken wing, is it the drumstick or the flat part that you? I'm a man, rest, I <laughs> You don't eat. You don't eat chicken. No meat. Yeah, we eat seafood and 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 you know what I mean. We eat chicken too, but it's just chicken or seafood. But no matter, just chicken. <laughs> as long as we kill him, we pick him. <laughs> Keep him flicking. <laughs> Go ahead, man. You ask this one. <laughs> What's your favorite go-to porn site? If you're a porn watcher, what? <laughs> what is your favorite? Go- no porn, no porn, no porn. No, All right, that's no fair. We What's have, your favorite place to, to shop? Well, my favorite place to shop is wherever the best things are. To look like the jewelry store right so, about now. You don't know the jewelry store. Whenever time I got the jewelry store, I just pick up the diamonds. Then I'm going to a Lewis store. I just pick up same way. Wherever, you know and I mean, it, it doesn't matter as long as they got things that I like. If you weren't a reggae artist, what would you want to do? Or what would you be? I never think of becomes anything else in my life. Really? An entertainer. Since small. I never worked for anyone before. I never done anything like that before. Okay. All I do is music. Uh, That's my heart. I've been singing since I was, I've been going to church. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. from them days, you know, I already know my direction and, and, and know what's up. So is there you know what a... Mean? What job would you definitely never ever want to try though you know for sure like i couldn't i don't know i never really i never really have a job before otherwise from music you know what i mean i um i don't have any other job experience but i definitely wouldn't want to become a garbage man though. everybody says that <laughs> <laughs> they make good I money mean, and they get i know the garbage man made a lot of money because i you know you got people working the garbage they find millions of dollars oh yeah i'm sure but i just definitely don't want to be that kind of person <laughs> right and the last question if heaven exists what would you like to hear god say when you arrive at the pearly gates when I arrive at the pearly gates mm-hmm. I'm on God do I just open the gate and I say welcome my son <laughs> just open I'm the gate alright I just want the gate open as long as I'm in alright I don't even have a room a bed it. nothing I just want in there just in I don't I'm need a bed <laughs> as from I'm in I'm win <laughs> no more sin well I lined up a few uh, rhythms here and I wanted to know if you would like to bless us with the verse Something. Some freestyle something. 
Let me see what I got. I feel like he running in his head right now. Which bars he won't even. We got. No, I'm not for that. I have two more. We got Joyride. You want to do this one? Yeah. All right. Anyway, watch this song. Them, the pioneer with a bag of garbage a litter. Me see a them cut Jesus slipper. Them a fool. Yo, New York, give them your things and them still turn round and shoot you. For them kind of friendship, no suit you. You mean you're just a little two-faced brute, you. Cut. All of you are mama son popped down. First class on a flight, me the strap down. Now use them. Now use them. Prayer no answer, so me now pop down. You see them a lot of diamonds for them. Your things are diamonds for them. Me see it at the kind and give them. Them a wait. Why you build a island for them? Them a crow when I want you prosper. From here to you get a tuna in a lobster. No all of them was a disaster. One four wheel take your body to the pasta. Them cry me a river. And I swear, how much them love me. Me tell them chuck off. Who no go? For no four letter ugly. A lot of people hate me out there. Push up the sign, we don't care. Four fingers down, nigga finger up. Just go, just go, earth and tear. All of you are mama son pop down. You get me? Yeah. We hear you, Mavado. Thank you so much for joining us on In The Mix. Thank you, bro. Congratulations and good luck with single. Go to the side. And we waiting for that mixtape. DJ. Definitely. <laughs> Words. Hey yo, check this out. This is Mavado. And here you're listening to Golly God. Tune in with Shoe. I ain't going back, bro, nigga. I ain't going back. Once again, Shoe Isaacs has taken over to change this cruel world. This is Reginald Thomas in the mix with Barbershop Talk. Yeah. Your boy Reginald Thomas here, man. This episode, episode 27, we had Movado. And I was so excited to hear he was coming on the show like for days before the interview. My, I was just saying, Gully God. Like my girl would be like, babe, are you ready for dinner? I'd be like, Gully God. I ain't gonna lie, he was the coolest guy ever, but he also looked like I but like I was also on my tippy so like if you look Movado in the eyes, like I was like, man, if I say the wrong thing during this interview, he might rip my head off. And then be like, delete it. When it was time to ask him about the porn site, I definitely looked at Shuma. I was like, I'm not asking him that. And she's like, what porn site? He's like, porn. Me make porn. Me not watch porn. Blood clot. Delete it. But man, I'll tell you right now, that nigga looks richer than a motherfucker. He is the richest looking murderer I've ever seen. Like, I kind of understand where Philippe Chow was coming from when Movado came in. But I ain't gonna lie, Movado does dress like the flyest Brooklyn nigga out there. So like, they could have thought he was a scammer. They was like, we not getting caught with this one again. Shoom, shoom on some date with Chappelle shit. She ready to just fly off and leave, niggas. Shoom acting like Diddy. I'm, I'm shutting down the studio. No more recording. You know, I feel like the band. Like, damn, Diddy. Just one day we have a dope show, and next day, you know what, my nigga, I'm off. I was like, damn, this is, this is, this is what happened with the Beatles. Like, niggas didn't even see it coming. <laughs> like, I was like, is it me? Did I do something? Percy Sledge died, man. And people tell me I can't sing, but I love to sing. When a man loves a woman... Oh man, R.I.P. Percy Sledge, man. So many people were birthed to your music, dog. I know at least one of my siblings was birthed to that music. And I, I mean, you know, I wonder what his song would have sounded like in 2015. Like, well, how do men love their women now? When a man loves a woman, 
He posts her on his Instagram. Madonna tongue kiss Drake. And that's what's up, man. Kissing Madonna. Someone asked me the other day, would I fuck Madonna? I'm like, dog, I fucked animals. Of course I would fuck Madonna. Not real animals, but there's some bitches. I, I fucked some bitches so bad looking, I wouldn't even claim it. Like, bitches be like, yo, Reg, we fucked. I'd be like, no. <laughs> Bitch start describing what my house looks like. I'd be like, you first off, you need to stay off my Instagram, stalking asshole. All right, man. Have you guys seen the video where Officer Slager shot Walter Scott, man, in the back eight times? He was 50 years old. First off, one of my boys raised a great a great question. Walter was running from the cops because he was scared that he would get pulled up on back child support. That is the most niggas shit to get shot over. First off, that is the most niggas shit to get shot over, my nigga. Like, yo, get a job and pay your child support. Like, eight shots in the back. You feel me, my nigga? Like, yo, you'd have been home in a couple days. You 50. Ain't nobody about to bother you in jail. Don't nobody bother no 50-year-old man in jail. Don't nobody want no 50-year-old booty. It's just so fucking, like, sad to say, like, I'm sad that um, Walter had to lose his life, but I'm happy that people are finally getting to see the bullshit that happens with the cops, man. Like, this, yo, these motherfuckers lied completely. He says, I feared for my life. How do you, how are you scared with the nigga running from you? I feared for my life. What? What? Is this how scared the white man is? Like, even our backs are scary? He had a big posterior. He could have twerked on me. I wasn't sure. I feared for my life. Eight times in a nigga back. What happened to a kneecap? You can shoot a nigga kneecap. He ain't going to run away. You know that, right? And then had the nerve to pick up the taser and drop it by the nigga body. And this is what really, this is what really pissed me off. When the black cop showed up in the video, the white cop had just dropped the taser. And you trying to tell me you didn't see him do that bullshit? Yo, I'm, I'm sick of all you fucking... Tom, Uncle Tom's out there, you black cops, you y'all are just as bad as these white cops. Cause y'all swallow the pill just so y'all can keep a job or whatever the fuck, or to feel accepted in some place you wasn't wanted in the first place. Fuck out of here. This has been Barbershop Talk with Reginald Thomas. Now back to Shoom in the mix. Episode 27 in the mix with Shroom. That was my boy Reginald Thomas with Barbershop 12. Please make sure you check him out. Follow him on Instagram and Twitter. Reginald Thomas. Wait, what's your Instagram again? What's your Twitter? What's your shit? Reginald Thomas. Yes. All one word. No D in Reginald. Not a Reginald, but a Reginald. Yes. I have plenty of D, just not in my name. <laughs> okay. Um. That was a good one. That, it was all right. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not crazy. Don't don't write that in the pad. Okay. Don't put that one down. But um, <laughs> it was a pleasure having Movado. Uh, yeah, man. Real humble dude, man. Real cool dude. I mean, you know what? Once you're rich, you, you there's no need to be a jerk no more. Like I feel like I want to know what he was like before he was rich. He said he was always the gully god. Yeah, right. The gully god. Gully god. We right. should have asked him um a little bit about what it was like growing up in Jamaica. We should have asked him what it was like having Drake do that badass <laughs> Jamaican accent on stage with him. There was a lot of things we should have asked him, but we didn't. But I wanted to clarify that one part in the interview when I was like, oh. It's kind of like meeting the queen or something. Right. Like I was referring to Jay Z as the queen. The analogy that I was trying to make was in regards to the queen of England. Right. That's why it was like a big deal. So I just had to clarify that because you know. But you do realize that, like, if there was a king of England, he would be the doper person. I mean, there would... is a king of England, but no, he doesn't not. matter. Who's the king of England? Well, whoever the fuck the queen is married to. She's not married anyway. He died a long time ago. <sighs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Prince, Prince, 
Okay, Queen Elizabeth is dead or is she still alive? Right she's now? alive. The second, Why is she still alive? Look, the second... Why is she still alive? The second she dies, Prince Harry will now become King Harry. Okay. So, who was in power before Queen Elizabeth? I don't know. Whatever, whoever the king was. So, her husband died. That's how she got power? Right. All right, I got it. Okay, you, makes you sense. Makes sense. Okay. Okay, right, thanks. Thanks for the little All lesson. Right. Um, but, yeah, just thought I'd clarify that. So... Usually, you know, after barbershop talk, we recap what we just did, and then we move on to the crates. So now, it's time to... I need some theatrics. You're not helping me. It's time to dig. Episode 27's original sample takes us not too far back. Only two years, 2012. Um, That's three years. Whatever, I can't count, obviously. <laughs> Since we had a reggae artist on the show, I figured we'd stay in the, in the reggae vibes and visit the reggae crates. Yes, Selector. And this track so happens to feature Movado himself, so how convenient. I think I said Selector 20 times in this episode, but I like it. That's fine. You can, you can see You know it. what else I like? Heal up, wheel up, bring it back, come rewind them. All right. What's that? Don't say that again. I bust the rhymes rap. <laughs> Don't do that one. Leave that one at the house. Um, the name of this track in particular is called One by One by Laza Morgan. It's off of his EP called Electra. He's the son of reggae musician and artist Den- Denroy Morgan. That is such a Jamaican name, Denroy. Definitely. He's best known for his single, This Girl, which was featured on Disney's Step Up 3D. And in 2012, he teamed up with The Gully God and released the single, One by One. Which topped the Jamaican reggae singles charts upon its debut. On the track, Movado does the interpolation type thing of a very, very popular reggae song. Girl, I'm gonna make you wet till you can't wait no more. Over the years, um, it's by a group called Inner Circle, Sweat. You ever heard that song? No. A la 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 long, a la 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 long, 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 long. Funny thing, I remember when the song came out because I was in Miami with my parents and my dad like just bought the CD, so that's all we were listening to while we were in Miami. Mm. Anyway, but wait, the song is like very like sexually. There's so many sexual innuendos it's because a reggae he's saying, song. "Girl, I want to make you sweat, sweat till you can't take no more, and if you cry out, I'm gonna push some more." Like that was very hard to like wrap my mind around at the age of like six, seven. You like this sounds like rain. <laughs> I mean, I didn't really know what was happening, but I knew it wasn't something that I was supposed to partake in. It sounds like Bill Cosby's <laughs> theme song. Um, The group um, Inner Circle formed in 1968 and in August of 1992 they released their lead single from their album Bad to the Bone. The song was a great success particularly in Europe. Scoring the top 10 hit in many countries including Austria, Ireland, Norway and Sweden. One of my homeboys I found out is like a major he's like the Chris Brown in Sweden. Your coke is literally filling me up. (laughs) It reached (laughs) the song reached number 3 in the United Kingdom and number 16 in the United States. The popularity of the song has resulted in many covers and even parodies. Yes. So, my darlings, in the mix with Shum, episode 27, it has been so real. Hopefully, we'll be back again. I don't know. Sooner than later, but you know. I don't know how I'm going to feel in about a week or two. About a week or two, week or two. But um, either way, we're going to keep you updated and let you know what's going on. In the mix with Shum, at Reginald Thomas. It's been great. 
at underscore shoom, at in the mix shoom, questions, comments, feedback. Just shoot us an email. Say hi. Say what's up. 97, no, it's not 973-347-9790. You almost gave out your real number. <laughs> I, I almost gave out my number in Irvington. <laughs> 347-979-0317. You can text, leave a voicemail. This your boy, Reginald Thomas Barbershop Talk. And this is our original sample, Sweat, the 1992 track by Inner Circle. Oh, yeah. Another experience. Please access another experience.